what is the cause of bloating and how do I reduce it? This is probably the most, most common, common one. I was literally going to say that. Yeah. So yeah. this, yeah, if there were a question that I was going to get, this yeah. would be it. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to the Happy Way podcast, your go-to place for all things fun, happiness, well-being, growth, trust, and diversity. I am your host, Melissa Fideli, and I am here to inspire and connect everyone who chooses health and happiness so you can be your healthiest self and live life the happy way. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode. On today's show, we have Danny Boolean back on the show, who you may remember from episode 20. Danny is a clinical nutritionist and personal trainer who specializes in women's health and healing the gut. Today, Danny and I will be talking all things gut health and how you can heal your gut to reach optimal health. As we will discuss in this episode, the health of your gut really is a crucial factor in how we think and how we feel. Our gut is the core of our health and well-being, and today we are going to dive deep into nourishing and healing your gut. So welcome, Danny. Thank you for having me back. I'm excited to be back. I know. I love having you on (laughs) because Danny and I go way back. We do. And we can literally talk for so long. We were literally, (laughs) before we even pressed play, we've We've been talking and yeah. and Rory, the podcaster, is like, oh, guys, we need to start the episode. Can you stop talking? It's been about 20 minutes of yeah. us talking, so we better so, start. Yeah, we, let's get into let's it. Let's get into it, shall we? So I want to get into things and, and go back to basics with yes. just to start. Yeah. What is gut health and how does it impact our general health and well-being? So gut health literally refers to the health of our digestive tract. So mm-hmm. from the mouth and all the way down, it literally refers to, I guess, how healthy we are yeah. as people and yeah the symptoms that come from this can tell us what what is going on deeper within mm-hmm. so we know now that in the past couple of decades the health of our gut literally can dictate the health of every single system that follows through so mm-hmm. we're seeing a lot of gut associated disorders with that essentially refer to you know how healthy we are and how healthy our gut and digestive system are so yeah absolutely i do like i said in the in the introduction it really is the core of everything. It is. And I don't think, you know, we are really all coming to terms now yeah. with the fact that until you kind of start healing your gut and nourishing it, yeah. you'll be surprised how, you know, these little things you're feeling, these little niggles here, this mm-hmm. disorder, this immunity issue, this mental health issue yeah. is actually related back to everything. what's going on inside your digestive tract. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy that that midsection of your body can really play a role and dictate, like you said, all the other systems Mm -hmm. that are within you, Mm -hmm. you know, that make up you and who you are. So 100%. Yes. The core. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I guess you would see this Mm. as well in clinic. We see so many symptoms, you know, that we mask Mm. and that we go to the doctors and they tell us it's nothing. But really these symptoms are the onset of these disorders. So it's so important for us to kind of Mm. recognize that if we're feeling those disbalances, essentially that is referring to our gut health, you know, and the health of our gut. And if we're able to address them, we can, you know, essentially reach what we term as full gut health. So So what is our gut microbiome? Because Mm -hmm. we hear a lot about that and it sounds like a bit of a, ooh, microbiome, what is that science-y word? It is very scientific. Yeah, so what is the microbiome and what is its role in the gut? 
So the gut microbiome refers to, I guess, the gut bacteria. Yep. So we are uh, 10 to 1 cells to uh, bacterial cells. So really yeah. we we are essentially bacteria. And it's funny yeah. because, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's funny because, you know, I guess especially lately we live quite sanitary. Absolutely. <laughs> Extremely sanitary. Cleaner than we've ever been as humans. The yeah. cleanest <laughs> ever. But really we are essentially bacteria. Yeah. So our gut microbiome is, yeah, it it's... It's all our bacterial cells and yeah. it can be split up. Look, we've got good good bacterial mm. cells and I don't want to use the word bad, but yeah. let's just say less unhealthy, unhealthy, unhelpful, unhelpful yeah. bacterial yes. cells. Yeah. And I guess it only becomes problematic when we have an overgrowth of one mm. or the other. So, yeah. you know, and that essentially can be not just bacterial, that can be yeast, that can be parasitic. Mm. And it really just depends on, I guess, what we're exposed to and, yeah. you know, and and that's not just food, that's lifestyle factors and mm. that can essentially dictate the health of our gut microbiome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's really made up of all these kind of fungus, yeast, yeah. bacteria, yeah. all of these little things. And like you said, yeah. it's finding that balance between yeah. the good and maybe the not as great. Correct. You know? That's exactly and, right. you know, finding that healthy balance so that way the gut lining is populated with those Exactly. Things, the exactly. bacteria and all the other little yeah. things. Yeah. So that way it can do its job, right? Exactly and and right. kind of assist with the, you know, digestive processes and yeah. everything else that's going on within there. So that's right. I want to get into the symptoms because mm -hmm. I feel like to understand gut health, mm -hmm. understanding the symptoms is such a crucial part because like you said before, a yeah. lot of these symptoms are really, really common. And you know, you kind of just think, oh, it's nothing. Oh, I ate something that made me a bit upset mm -hmm. or whatever, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. It's whatever. I won't worry about it. But until we understand the symptoms and maybe we can say, oh, my God, I experience that all the time. I experience that all the time. Mm -hmm. Then maybe you understand that there may be an issue within your gut microbiome 100%. that needs to be cared for and nourished. So 100%. what are common gut disorders mm -hmm. and symptoms that we can experience? I think it's funny what you just said right there, it's the commonness of these symptoms yes. every day. And I I guess it shocks me in clinic how many people just put up with these symptoms mm. daily. You know what I mean? So things like, I guess, f women in general, mm. fatigue, women and men, fatigue, acne, bloating, headaches, abdominal pain, constipation, mm. diarrhea, any kind of IBS symptoms, these mm. are common daily symptoms yeah. that people experience and push to the side with mm -hmm. whether it's pharmaceuticals or you know I've got some clients that have just dealt with these symptoms for years and they just it is what it is, it is, it's, what it is. you know what I mean yeah. so a lot of these symptoms that start to kind of progress mm. are actually the onset of yeah. you know changes in this gut microbiome and mm. whether that's you know the disbalance between the good and the bad bacteria yeah. and how they're trying to tell us what's going on deep yeah. within yeah. it can often start with these kind of symptoms mm. and whether it's um during digestion or yeah. after some people will experience these symptoms even when they're not digesting food yeah. you know what I mean so these kind of symptoms will generally be the onset of, you know, weight changes, sleep disturbances, autoimmune conditions, skin irritations, food intolerances, you know, mm -hmm. and then we, we then move to things like autoimmune diseases and serious things like cancer. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's really important to, I guess, identify, identify yeah. and be aware of these mm -hmm. symptoms, you know, yeah. and not mask them. Absolutely not. Yeah. And like you said, you know, it kind of starts with those things. It does. You know, it starts with the bloating and yeah. maybe the reflux yes. and, you know, oh, my stomach feels a bit 
weird after I eat this food or I'm not going to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. But then it's also things like, you know, my my brain's foggy. Yes. I have constant anxiety. Yes. Why am I constantly depressed now? Mm -hmm. You know, although they are, like these are kind of moving on into Mm -hmm. those deeper things, but, you know, it's it's that constant progression Mm -hmm. of those gut disorders that can actually lead to so many other symptoms and issues within your being so many so yeah you know it's it's really yeah it's it's good that we pick up these common disorders common common Common. and we say okay Mm What's going on here? Why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Becoming familiar with them. Yes. Noticing the timing of when they're happening. Yes, that's and super then, important. Yeah, yep. and then yep. kind of moving towards, okay, how do I heal this? Correct. How do I kind of nurture my gut a little bit better? So that kind that's of moves right. into the next question mm-hmm. that I, that mm-hmm. I want to ask. You know, how do we heal our gut? What are mm-hmm. the best foods to eat and what else should we be doing? So mm-hmm. let's start with... I kind of want to do this progressively. Yes. But let's start with, okay, you <clears throat> have just started experiencing constant bloating. Yes. And, you know, you're you're struggling to go to the bathroom. You're a bit constipated. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these symptoms, yeah, they may you may hear about them all the time, mm-hmm. but they're, they've just started getting a little bit worse for you. Yeah. In that case, what should we be doing? These symptoms are new. Mm-hmm. They've never happened before. Mm-hmm. It's probably early onset gut gut. Disturbances. What can we do at that point to kind of start healing and nourishing our gut? What should we be looking for and doing? Yep. I definitely feel like when it comes to healing the gut and Mm. these kind of approaches, it's definitely multifactorial. And I think one of the things that people should do and what I see in clinic is we're not actually aware of half of the symptoms Mm. that are actually presenting. So you know what it's like asking a client, like what kind of things do you experience? When do Mm. they come on? How bad is it? What makes it better? What makes it worse? I think it's really getting back into the body and not being so just, you know, above head, (laughs) you know, and masking the issues and actually, like you just said, identifying when these issues are coming on and realizing that healing the gut isn't just food. It's so much so emotional as much as it is physical. And if you don't mind me going straight into this, <laughs> we literally have a nerve that governs, that runs down called the vagal nerve. And and we can kind of think about it as like when we feel nervous, we've got the butterflies in the stomach or, you know, when, when we hear something, we, you know, we feel it in our gut yeah. first. So I think identifying the emotional and the stress trauma aspect yeah. is going to be the start in really bringing ourselves, I guess, into that more relaxed state and into our bodies to identify yeah. these symptoms. So, yeah. so you know, like you said, really good mm. to start with identifying mm-hmm. when and how these things are arising. That's right. Becoming familiar. I, I like to tell people to start keeping a journal. A journal is you know, fantastic. A journal. Start yes. writing down, today for breakfast I had whatever yes. and I felt energised after. Yep. Today for lunch I had a burger yep. and I felt really bloated yep. and sluggish after. Become Correct. familiar with, what's going, with on. what's going on when you're eating certain things. Mm-hmm. Or Also, I had a fight with my significant other mm-hmm. and I had diarrhoea. Yep. Or, do you know what yep. I mean? Like, 100%. You actually, it's crazy when you start to write down, you actually identify. You do. Oh, wow, this is happening when this happens or when this happens. Mm-hmm. So, that's a great point for those early onset 
you know, gut issues as well. Now, I want to also ask you, because I said I want to do it progressively, Mm -hmm. if you're someone that completely knows, okay, I've got really significant gut issues, Mm -hmm. they've been going on for a long time, Mm -hmm. they're really affecting me, I'm not happy because Mm -hmm. of this, what is a treatment or healing protocol Mm. that they should be then doing? Okay. So if you know what's going on and, you Mm. know, you you ask the person or the person's able to tell you, oh, I've got this diary, these are the foods that I'm essentially reacting to, what should I do? I guess the start is identifying the trigger, removing the trigger. So, Mm. you know, whether that's for some that might be FODMAPs or that might be dairy or it might be significant protein or Mm. of food that it causing the issues. So I think identifying removing the trigger and also identifying and improving stomach acid is a huge Mm. aspect because when we talk about gut health, we need to start from the top, right? You know, and this drives back to that emotional stress as well and eating in a relaxed state. Stomach acid is huge. It it's so so protective, and especially if we don't have enough stomach acid, we're not digesting, we're not absorbing, we're not assimilating nutrients. Yeah. It's it's a very antimicrobial as well, so we can actually stop a lot of you know illnesses as well. So I think if we start by removing the trigger and really addressing that stomach acid aspect is yeah is huge. Amazing. It's so interesting how many people I see in clinic mm. and we kind of start with the whole stomach acid thing. And yeah. they're like, why would I want an acidic stomach? And it's exactly. like, it's not that. It's, it's not that. <laughs> yes, you yes. want that stomach acid because it helps with the entire process. Completely. And it's just that sometimes it's that one little thing and they're like, whoa, that has helped me a lot. That's changed yeah. how I'm feeling a lot. So yeah. I'm glad that you actually brought that up because, yeah. well, maybe at the end we'll give people some thing, tips Examples. on what they can do. Yes, sounds um, good. So we will get into that. Yeah. So when it comes to supporting our gut, mm-hmm. what are things we should be avoiding, mm-hmm. both dietary mm-hmm. and lifestyle? Mm-hmm. What should we kind of be mm-hmm. like? All right, you know, I'm I'm really gonna make a conscious effort mm-hmm. from today after listening to this amazing yeah. podcast. <laughs> of course, <laughs> of course. <laughs> that I'm gonna start improving my gut. So, what are yep. things that they should first start avoiding? Okay. Well, I mean, if we're talking from a food perspective, anything that's inflammatory. So if we're talking about, you know, processed kind of foods, uh, any kind of a processed or inflammatory oils. So a lot of those canola and those vegetable oils, anything that you find that you're intolerant to. And now when it comes to food intolerances, it's not always the food that's causing the issue. It is the state of our gut. But for someone who uh, is, I guess, experiencing a lot of those gut symptoms, it's important to kind of you know, avoid or remove those kind of foods. So tap water, plastics, you know, any kind of diet drinks, bottled, bottled drinks, anything, you know, in the, in the plastic kind of um, perspective. If we can over training, taking anti-inflammatories, drinking alcohol. Yeah. And I guess if we look at the fitness perspective as well, a lot of those pre-workouts and a lot of those, you know, Mm -hmm. artificial sweeteners and flavours and supplements and things like that. So So really going back to basics, finding that wholesome baseline of food and really sticking with that and kind of building on that as well. That's right, 100%. So how does stress play a role in gut disturbances? I know we spoke about the Mm -hmm. vagus nerve Mm -hmm. earlier, but can we get a little bit deeper into that? Yeah, of course. So like we spoke about with the emotional trauma and the emotional stresses, stress can literally disturb starting with the stomach acid. So if we are in that fight or flight state, we're not going to be, I guess, getting into that digestive state, Mm -hmm. you know, that rest and digest state. So we don't have that brain to gut connection where we 
really bring on the stomach acid. So I think when we, it comes to stress, stress needs to be modulated and we need to practice stress management in order to have a healthy gut because, yeah, it starts at the top. Absolutely. If we don't have that digestive state and that stomach acid, we're not going to be able to, I guess, fix the rest. You yeah, know? and I, I do feel like in the current mm, lifestyle that we all lead, mm -hmm. It's very much go, 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 Completely. hustle, 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 like Completely. go hard, like do all this. And people forget that you need a moment for yourself. You need yeah. to do whatever you can in your day yeah. to reduce. And we talked about this in the last episode. We did, we didn't did. we? We, yeah, really, we did. We went yeah. hard on this we did. topic. We were pretty passionate yeah, we're about so it. Passionate <laughs> yeah. about it. But so go listen to episode 20. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's so important to find, okay, what is going to reduce my stress? Mm -hmm. Because like you said, it starts at the top. It does. Everything starts at the top. It does. And kind of trickles its way down. Mm -hmm. So you need to find what's going to help you mm -hmm. feel at ease, feel calm. And stress yeah. release is different for everyone. You know, 100%. we all find different practices mm -hmm. less stressful. Mm -hmm. So I like that you've really touched on that, brought that up because, yeah, it's kind of like the start of a lot of it issues is. within our body. So we really need to look at what's going to make us calm. We do. And add that into your day at least once a day. Something, you know, whatever something. it is. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, whatever it is. So leading on from this, mm -hmm. let's talk a little bit about the connection between the gut, the immune system and also our mental health, mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of people, when we talk about the gut, they're like, that's just the gut. Like, that's mm. just my bloating. That's just in mm -hmm. the middle. Mm -hmm. But it actually is so connected to Completely. our immunity and so connected to our mental health. Mm -hmm. So can you touch on the connections there and how mm -hmm. they work? Well, 80% of our immune system is in our gut. So if, a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It is yeah. a lot. So we know that someone with a lot of gut issues mm. is not going to have the strength or, you know, a strong immune system in order to fight off these illnesses. And like we said before, the stomach acid perspective, yeah. having enough stomach acid, I know we keep coming back to it. Yeah. You know, we can start to kill off a lot of this bacteria. So I guess, you know, it starts with that. And second to that, we, we have neurotransmitters in the gut as well, like serotonin and things like that. So we get these happy hormones, you know, and if we're not feeling good about yeah. ourselves, if we're having mood disturbance, yeah. if we're having sleep disturbance, we have to look into mm. the gut mm. because a lot of this begins here, you know, Absolutely. and it just follows through. Yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, with my clients, I often love to tell them about, you know, the feedback loop, the Correct. HPA axis that we have that's right. from our gut to our brain. So basically just imagine a loop that's connected to mm -hmm. your gut but also goes through your brain and it constantly goes around and yes. around. So you need to make sure both areas are good because if they're not, mm -hmm. one's going to affect the other. That's right. You know, and it's probably going to mostly start in your gut. Yes. But it goes around and around and it's the same with the immunity as well because Completely. the immunity starts there in it the does. gut. So, yeah, it's it's important on every level, really nourishing that. It so is. I actually did a little question box on Instagram yes. and I asked what are people's top questions about the gut? So I'd love to just go over them yes. and kind of answer those questions for people. Mm -hmm. So firstly, what is the cause of bloating and how do I reduce it? This is probably the most, most common, common one. <laughs> I was literally going to say that. Yeah. So yeah. this, yeah, if there were a question that I was going to get, this yeah. would be it. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> so when it comes to bloating, bloating is so multifactorial. And, yeah. you know, when we ask the question, where does the bloating start? Where are you getting the bloating? Mm. A lot of people are saying in the same area and a lot of it comes after they first digest food. Yeah. So again, we go back to addressing that stomach acid perspective and it goes into stress management tactics as yeah. well. Like 
we need to eat in a relaxed state. We need to chew our food. We need to chew our food properly and we need to get rid of technology and blue light and things that distract us when we're eating. Mm -hmm. So we have a phase of digestion called Seth. I can never pronounce it properly. (laughs) Thank you. Um, So I guess it's like the onset of digestion. And, you know, imagine if you're sitting at a restaurant in Italy Mm. and you're calm and you're relaxed. Take me there. Let's (laughs) pretend we're there for a second. And, you know, we start to literally salivate and we start to, you know, we can feel our digestive processes kind of kicking in. That's how digestion essentially should be but we don't have that in everyday life because of how stressed we are so if we can optimize practices to bring us back to that we can start to I guess reduce the symptom of bloating because we've got that digestive fire and that digestive Mm -hmm. strength so I I guess in in conjunction to that it's the type of foods we eat so you know making sure we're eating foods that are back to basics even warming foods bitters Mm -hmm. and that goes to you know bringing on that stomach acid perspective again but you know things like that will definitely optimize you know digestion and thus you know, reduce, reduce that bloating. Reduce that bloating. And awesome. if you do get that yeah. bloating, it is a sign of something deeper within, yeah, whether so. it's bacterial, whether it's candida, whether it's parasitic. Mm. And yeah, 100% should be working with a healthcare professional, yeah. you know, nutritionist, naturopath, dietitian, whatever it is to yeah. work. Yeah. Awesome. Work out what's going on. Yep. So the next one, mm-hmm. what is the best way to replenish and heal the gut mm-hmm. after being on antibiotics mm-hmm. or having a gastrointestinal issue like gastro? Yes. So these can be quite, you know, damaging to the gut. Both both mm-hmm. of them can be quite damaging to the gut. So I guess if we talk about the gastro perspective, we can definitely start with that antimicrobial support, but yeah. that would be done through a practitioner essentially. Mm-hmm. But things that are starting to heal the gut lining. So we can come in with probiotic support. Saccharomyces. Yeah. <laughs> so a certain specific strains of probiotics can definitely help repopulate the gut. I love bone broth. I love oh, giving, yeah, yeah I, it's honestly in every treatment plan yeah. and it's just got so many amazing amino acids to essentially heal up that gut lining yeah. and, you know, that's kind of where we can get a lot of the issues when it comes mm. to leaky gut yes. and I know that's a very street term but yeah. definitely using things like bone broth or collagen, anything that's going to really kind of seal that gut lining and bring in that mm. in, those anti-inflammatory properties <sighs> and, you know, I guess there's other things that we can implement but I think it's it's best to keep it basic. Yeah. Yes, you know what absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Really like the probiotic and the the healing the gut lining perspective, 100%. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah. I, I just picked three. So the yeah. next one is, does coffee and alcohol <laughs> impact our gut health? It does. Oh, I, no. <laughs> and here I am I with my coffee. I know. I've got one too, so it's fine. <laughs> Look, when it comes to coffee, I'll start yeah. with coffee. I, I, I hate taking it away from people. Oh, and I won't yeah. generally. I just look at the practice mm. that people are having coffee. So mm. you know what it's like. You know, especially with females, we tend to have coffee on an empty stomach in the morning without breakfast and things like that drive the adrenaline and drive, Mm. you know, I guess the adrenal issues that we see in clinics. So I think it's really important for people to not have coffee on an empty stomach. Make Mm. sure you have it after food. And if you are taking your vitamins and things like that, take it away from your vitamins because it does inhibit absorption or affect absorption. Yeah. Yeah. And when it comes to alcohol, (laughs) alcohol does put stress on the liver. We know this. So, and it does, it does affect the gut microbiome and it is a toxin. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if we're drinking a lot of alcohol, body has to process that first. I I guess it's, it's all in moderation and it depends on how much you're having. Yeah, of course. Of course. If you're having one, 
one coffee a day after breakfast and, you know, you're drinking plenty of water and nourishing your body as best as you can, that's not going to really affect you as much. Mm -hmm. However, if you're drinking alcohol every single day, you're having a bottle of wine every night, then... Yes, you need to. We can start seeing. Pull it in. Yeah. yeah. Reel <laughs> it in. We're yeah. going to start to see a few yeah, gut issues absolutely. from there. So it is, yeah, it is that frequency. Yeah. But. So now I want to really go on to mm-hmm. some daily practices mm. that we could be doing to support gut health. So I'd love for you to list the practice, how to do it, and why it's, um, why it's important. important. Um, just so people can take it away from this mm-hmm. episode and be like, okay, here's four or five things that I'm going to do mm-hmm. and let's practice it. Let's put mm-hmm. it in place. This mm-hmm. is, yeah. So, yeah. What do you recommend? (laughs) Well, I'm going to go back to the stress aspect to begin with because I just think it's so important. So stress practices and mindful eating. So Mm. if there's an implementation that, you know, you can – you can bring into your daily routine and yep. it doesn't have to be huge, you know, right. whether it comes to down to deep breathing or meditation or yoga or stretching or yeah. just sitting there for a sec without technology. I think it's really, really important to bring that in as, you know, a daily practice because mm. we're just always in fight or flight. So, you know what I mean? I think that's going to then help with the cascade of everything else. So, yeah, yeah that's going to be the first thing. I think including some gut healing foods are quite important yeah. as well. And I'm going to go back to the bone broth. Yes. <laughs> because bone broth is my one of my favourites. And, you know, it, whether it is that you cook up a big batch and, you know, have it throughout the week, or and especially in winter at the moment, it's those beautiful. warming foods are yeah. phenomenal. So yeah. I think including some f- some healing foods like bone broth and avoiding processed processed foods, inflammatory oils, oils like we discussed before. Mm-hmm. So really get bringing in something that's going to heal and then removing that inflammatory yeah. aspect is, is, is a really, really good start. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I think we need to talk a little bit more about herbs because I think herbs are really important because, you know, they can have a really good antimicrobial effect and just work to balance the gut and they're Mm. phenomenal in cooking as well. So, you know, things like basil, garlics, Mm. ginger, especially as like a warm kind of, you know, bringing on that stomach acid perspective, parsley, rosemary, all of those kind of things Mm. I think are really, really fantastic as well. Yeah. And I find in winter, it's really easy to add all those things in, you know, in those warming foods, having those herbs in there. It just, it's so good. It makes everything taste amazing. But then, like you said, you're getting those gut healing benefits as well. So add them in. Add them in. Add them in all your, you know, dishes and things like that. Take advantage of the fact that it's cold. (laughs) Absolutely. So I think those two are really, really important. And I think we need to go back to basics. So making Mm. sure that we're having enough water and making sure that water is filtered. Mm. You know, if you can get rid of the plastic, try and have it in glass, stainless steel. You know what I mean? Happy Way has stainless steel water bottles. There you go. Get on that. Get on it. Get on it. Just try and avoid tap water if yeah. you can. Okay. You know, so the filtered water, getting enough water, two or three litres. Mm. Obviously, it's dependent on, you know, how athletic and how active you are as well. But that's yeah. really, really important as well. I guess with other lifestyle practices, you know, try and avoid the Wi-Fi aspect mm. and, you know, the blue light aspect and anything that translates to sleep. So, you know, really try and optimise your sleep, Mm -hmm. sleep disturbance, you know, whether you have a sleep hygiene routine, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's you wear blue light blocking glasses or, you know, whatever it is that you need to do before bed to bring you into that calming Mm -hmm. state and optimise sleep because that's really going to help manage that stress and that really does tie in, you know, Absolutely. Sleep is so underrated. So underrated. And we need to, like... Yeah, focus a lot more on getting those eight to nine hours a night because it's going to really change how you're feeling in general. So, Completely. And also 
I want to also mm-hmm. stomach acid. What is something yes. we could do yes. to increase stomach acid naturally yes. without taking supplements? I love bitters. bitters so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like we were talking about before, you mm. know, things like ginger or like yeah. dandelion greens or mm. like even apple cider vinegar, yeah. if tolerable, you know, mm. for some it, it's, it's quite yeah, a bit strong. Acidic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but I, definitely I, I get my clients to have a little bit of apple cider, apple cider vinegar before meals yeah. to just bring on that stomach acid. Beautiful. So definitely. Definitely the bitters aspect. I think I try to avoid supplements to bring on stomach acid if I can to begin with. I definitely like to get it from, you know, the food aspect first. But then if a client has issues, then we we have the beauty to bring on the nutraceuticals so that can help as well. So So Danny actually launched a couple of months ago a gut Mm. protocol in clinic. So if you actually are really, you know, after listening to this, you've identified that, okay, maybe I've got some gut healing issues. Book in and see Danny. She is incredible. She is a, an you. amazing practitioner and she specializes in a healthy gut. So, um, <laughs> yes, go and check her out. Give us a little plug. Um, <laughs> what, yeah, where can everyone find you? And You can find me at House of Holistic Health yeah, um, on Instagram, Facebook and my website. So awesome. you can book an appointment through there and we can look through and assess your symptoms, assess your signs and, yeah, you know, work from the ground up, That's look, look into the root cause and get you feeling your optimal self again. Amazing. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much. This isn't, as I was saying to you before, we yes. started recording, but yes. this is an episode we've wanted to do for so long. A while. A really long time. And we finally got here and I just feel like it's, you know, it's such an important topic when it comes to health and happiness and feeling good. Yeah. Um, so I'm sure the information that you've provided today is amazing and it's going to give people enough to kind of be like, all right, I need to make some changes. I'm going to do this or do that. So thank you for coming on and sharing all of your wisdom with us. It was incredible. Thank you so much for having me on again. It's been a pleasure to be back. Yeah, I'll get you back again. Don't you worry. I love having you on just to chat. It's so good. (laughs) Of course, anytime. All righty, so that brings us. Can I jump in with a question? yes. Yes. Okay, you mentioned avoid blue light while eating. Is that a thing? It's more so the effect of being distracted while you're eating a hundred percent because I feel like if we're anything that brings us back into that stress state yeah. is is essentially affecting digestion Absolutely. so yeah, yeah I think coming from the perspective of that a hundred percent and blue light I guess refers to anything like yes. TVs, TV computers computer, laptops yeah, phones anything that. like that it's just mm. got it affects our digestion but we do it so mindlessly so. yeah yeah so yeah. we shouldn't eat dinner in front of the TV or no, no. <laughs> no, we should not. We we definitely should be eating in a relaxed state, yeah, you know, engaging absolutely. in conversation, yeah. you know, things Go like that. Go back to like a Mediterranean style completely. diet, you know, and it's not just the diet, it's the lifestyle. Like look yes. at, they eat socially, they eat yes. with people and there's no distractions and that's what you should be focusing on. Focus community. on your food, focus yes. on community, focus on what are the flavours, what are the textures. Yes. Beautiful. Like a marvel in your meal. Yes. Like, yes, know, I love that. Focus on that rather than what's on Instagram or what's on TV. Exactly. It's, and you a will meal find, is like 20 yeah. minutes. You can take 20 minutes away from 100%. all of that stuff, you know. Go it, for it. Yeah, yeah, it truly is the basics. And I think Absolutely. the more we can bring it back to that yes. because we deviate. We have deviated oh, yeah. so far away from that. Absolutely. So, yeah, the more we can bring it back to basics, the better 
the better yeah. our digestive system will be. So, awesome. yeah. All righty. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. And I hope you have taken even just one piece of wisdom from this episode that you can apply to your life to help you grow and be a happier and healthier version of you. Please like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple Podcasts and make sure to share us on your socials. Sending lots of love to you all. Bye. Yay. Amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, What's you're that? Amazing.